Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest for our Gifters Podcast is Patricia Suflita Wilson. Patricia is a frequently sought out speaker, a consultant, and an evangelist. She's best known for the worldwide attention she garnered for turning San Francisco into the Gotham City for a five-year-old cancer patient. Patricia, thanks so much for being on Gifters Podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Oh, I'm honored. Hi, Christopher. <laughs> I love your spirit and, 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 and sense of kindness. Now, I, I'm going to be open and frank. I don't have no idea about your worldwide attention. So please share with me and our, our audience, what is this story that, that you were, you got at attention for relative to this five-year-old young, young child? So formerly I was the CEO of Make-A-Wish of the Northern California chapter, and as such would fulfill 350 to, you know, in excess of 350 wishes a year. And so one particular wish, um, as I was doing my wacky, you know, job of uh, planning kidnappings and bank robbing and, <laughs> you know, the typical, you know, run-of-the-mill thing went viral. Um, and so I had a five-year-old who was battling leukemia who wanted to be the real bad. And I had put this wish together with a team of people. It certainly wasn't just me in any way, shape, or form. And it was typical of what we did every day, 350 times a year. Um, but this one, somewhere between this, you know, story of superheroes and a lot of Batman fans and this precious child um, who was battling cancer at the age of two and a half, um, I think touched a chord and lightning struck. Um, so we were planning it. We didn't do any press around it, but one of our volunteers literally cut and paste an email. Um, where we were seeking certain number of volunteers at certain times and locations for his capers, where he was going to be kidnapping Lucille from the San Francisco Giants and robbing a bank. And, and someone cut and pasted that into their Facebook, and a blogger picked it up, and then another blogger, and then another blogger, and then, I, I mean, it just spread like, like nothing you've ever seen. Nice. I kept thinking it would die down, and it kept getting exponentially bigger. <laughs> and when was this? Um, until, um, until we had people flying in for the event to witness this and be part of the audience. So that, that we, uh, the goal was maybe to have 200 people at the end of his wish to celebrate him saving the city of San Francisco as Bat Kid. Um, and it ended up um, over 25,000 people attended in person. And 1.7 billion people followed it online. On Twitter alone, I didn't even measure the other formats. That's amazing. When was this event? Uh, November 15th, 2013. We're coming up on the five-year anniversary. Wow. We, we, we're working on what to do for that, by the way. Wow. Well, Patricia, thanks so much for doing that. I actually know Frank Shanks with, who created Big Wish Foundation. Of course. Is that yeah. how we know each other? I love Frank. Awesome. Yeah, so for the listeners, just, just know that what Patricia does and what Frank does, who actually started the Make Wish Foundation, it's just such a reminder that whatever we're going through, it's just so important to be grateful, but also to use our time here wisely and purposefully. And that being said, Patricia, what specifically do you talk on as a, as a speaker when you go out and talk to your clients? Well, I use, um, I speak at, at a couple of levels. I, I do give kind of granular social media workshops and, and branding and marketing. Um, so I, I do that. 
because uh, that's been a part of my life for a long time. But I also, um, the most popular talks um, involve leadership um, and, and building the right team. Um, because what I would attribute um, that that kid experience to is that I had the right team. And if you can believe it, I had three people, three of us, did that team that 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 was the team that managed 25,000 people in person and billions of impressions online. And so um, fortunately, you know, I had a whole lot of people that came on that joined our team. Um, and so I, I kind of uh, helped guide people through that. And the underlying message is, you know, p people want to do something good. I think we're all a little, you know, we're, 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 it's a battle, right? There's just so much vitriol and negativity and we want to do something good. And sometimes something simple, it doesn't have to be a huge commitment. And in the case of that kid, it was just, you know, people showed up and had a sign and some people who were stage four cancer battling their own cancer and wanted to be there just because the environment was so positive. And so I think about that all the time to say, how can we take compassion that people have and give them an avenue to exercise that in such a positive way, even very simply. Yeah. Um, and, and it can be a gorgeous, uh, beautiful thing. And I think there's not enough of it, right? There's just so much negativity uh, right now and vitriol. Um, we could use some inspiration and give people some passion and, and a positive side. No, I couldn't agree more. And like, I actually started this homeless youth program eight years ago at the largest shelter in, in LA. We've had over 300 speakers from 37 countries and we're there to mentor and offer these kids some guidance and hope, even though they offer us more guidance hope than we probably offer them. But the point I'm getting at is I would often say, look, I'm not Superman. I'm not Batwoman. I'm not Wonder Woman. I'm not anyone. I'm a guy that devotes an hour of my time. Now, granted, when I founded it, I spent more time, but I would always tell people when they would come up to me or come up to you, I'm sure they say, oh, you're so amazing, Patricia. But I, was, I would say to them, look, there's 168 hours in a week. If you spend one hour a week volunteering for whatever you care about, that's only 0.6% of your time of your life. So if you tell me that I'm amazing or you're amazing, I'm mean, sure we both are, right? But I'm just saying, kind of putting it back on them, it, it incenses me sometimes because I was like this too. When I, before I got involved with the homeless shelter and these homeless kids, all people go to volunteer at a shelter is usually during Christmas and Thanksgiving. So that's more like the Mardi Gras of volunteerism, I call it. But what about the 363 other days? It feels yep. great to serve, but going back to what you're saying, in my own business, I make it a point that every single client I work with, I always encourage them to serve in their own capacity. I use myself as an example. Like for eight years, it's still going on. And I just say, look, one hour a week, what are you doing to volunteer your time to help someone or something or the planet or whatever you feel passionate? Because when they look at it in that context, they go, oh, yeah, I can devote one hour of less social media, one hour of less TV, one hour of less Netflix, one hour of less, you know? So. I just admire what you're doing and it's great that you're you're using that message to talk about leadership because the studies are out like they always talk about how so many employees are disinterested dissatisfied dis, dis uh, disassociated with their jobs but they want purpose so for you, do you were you raised that way meaning your, your parents were like that your community like was that or were you just you just happened to be so amazing picture when you're like Day one. <laughs> I think that, um, well, first of all, I want to I give a shout out to something you said and, and draw attention to it. I think it's important. So you said 
um, you probably get back more than you give. And that is exactly the message I give when people volunteer. I, I, I promise people if they take a volunteer position and join an organization that aligns with their core values, they will get back more than they give without a doubt. And the other amazing thing is they'll be inspired, right? Yeah. They'll be happier. They'll be excited. So whatever hour they might have spent with Netflix, they're going to replace that with something so meaningful. I mean, that's what life is about. Yeah. Um, for, for me in my beginning, I had a rough childhood, a little rough beginning. So I think this, um, this interest in being compassionate and, and becoming a mother is when I chose to work in the nonprofit field. And, and I just decided that's how I, that, that's how I want to spend my time. If I'm going to take time away from my kids, I want to do something that is making the world a better place. And um, I now have my own consulting company, but each of the companies that I work with, I help them with their own philanthropy plans. And I help them solve problems. And that's exciting that I can, you know, be an evangelical, if you will, um, for volunteerism and, and believing and caring and being truly passionate about whatever um, organization might align with your core values and in, encourage people to pursue that because it's going to give them happiness. It is going to make the world a better place. Um, and it is contagious. It's a beautiful thing to watch what happens. Yeah. My final question for you, since we only have about a minute left, what do you think this, this five-year-old child, is he still alive or has he, has he passed? He or? is. He's in complete remission. That's great. And, you know, what's amazing is that, you know, he, looking back on this experience and now there's a documentary about it and there have been, you know, studies from psychologists about it and, and uh, social media experts have studied it because it was an anomaly, right? They called it a phenomenon. Um, and what's amazing from Miles' eyes, that kid, um, is that he really feels like he saved the city that day. That's great. And he still thinks that. He also thinks I run the city, so that part I haven't corrected him yet. <laughs> <laughs> but what's one quality that you admire in him that we can all aspire to be like? I think not losing curiosity and whimsy and remembering the simple little thing that you can do to make someone's life better. You know, and, and, and uh, here we are, um, by the time this airs, hopefully there won't be a disaster, but we're approaching this incredible hurricane, right? And so I think of, you know, in times of a natural disaster or something catastrophic, um, it is those little simple human moments. And, and technology is great. We all love it. But we can't lose the human piece and we can't forget how important compassion is. That's such a great way to end their podcast. Patricia, thanks so much for being on our Gifters podcast. Your story really is a gift to the world. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.